Today we come to verse 21. Let me read it for you. Proverbs 31, 21. She does not fear the snow for her household, for they are clothed with scarlet. Ah, oh, that's a good verse too, isn't it? Uh, we've been going through this section here in Proverbs 31, beginning at verse 10, talking about that well-rounded woman, the well-balanced woman who is a woman of many parts, as it says literally in verse 10, who is far more precious than jewels, the one who is trustworthy, and so her husband entrusts a lot of things into her hands because he's found her that way, and she's trustworthy because she's developed all these various gifts in her life and, and hasn't let them atrophy and uh, hasn't let them, uh, hasn't gone to seed, but she has, has really uh, become well-rounded and everything, and so, so he can entrust all kinds of things into her hand. And she works willingly, and she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. That's her motto. And she goes out and gets stuff at a good price and bargains for it. And uh, uh, she gets the best products, like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She gets up early and follows her schedule and uh, gets things accomplished because she does. And she doesn't sit around uh, depressed because she's uh, trying to feel like doing something. No, she gets up early and does what she has to do, whether she feels like it or not. And uh, then she even makes large decisions, which her husband is happy to make her to make, uh, let her make because she's able to, uh, she, because she's developed all these gifts. Uh, she considers a field, for example, and buys it, and then plants a vineyard. She isn't willing to do hard, uh, isn't uh, hesitant to do hard work. And then she girds her loin with strength and makes her arms strong. She's willing to pitch in and do this heavy work. And uh, she, uh, with the, with the profit of, of what she has earned. She uh, purchased that field, and she sees that her merchandise, whatever it is she's been making, is profitable, and uh, she works late into the night at it, and she works with the uh, distaff and the spindle, and the same hands that work with those uh, that have, are making garments and things are the hands that because of the money she's earned, she is able to reach out and, and extend to the poor and the needy and give out of the money that she's been earning. What a gal she is! I like this gal. Ah, you could be like that gal. Maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you need to be in certain other ways. Well, we're going on to look at something else. She has forethought. She plans ahead. She looks forward to the problems and she gets ready for them ahead of time. She doesn't wait until it's too late. A lot of you gals put things off. You don't get those clothes all ready for the kids when they're ready to go back to school, and so they have to go back bedraggled in the old stuff, and uh, then by the time that uh, you get around to getting some clothes for them, the prices have gone up and all the, all the sales are over, and uh, if you had thought about it, and you had gotten to that ahead of time, way back when, when they were having the sales at the end of the season last year, and you could have gotten that stuff half price, you wouldn't have to pay those big prices right now. Uh, but you didn't think about it, but this gal did. She was planning ahead and had things ready. We read about it here. Verse 21 says, She does not fear the snow for her household, for they are clothed with scarlet. Now, it sounds like she made red flannels for them or something. I don't know what the scarlet was, but uh, at any rate, she had prepared uh, all kinds of uh, good warm clothing for them. So she wasn't afraid of the snow. She was ready for it, you see. She had things ready. And uh, she had planned ahead and worked ahead, and she was well prepared in advance when the snow came, the cold weather came. Now, are you one of those gals who always puts things off? Are you one of those women, those wives, that always has to do things at the last moment or after the last moment? Uh-huh. Got to you, didn't we, on that one? 
Well, it's time you change. The Lord doesn't want you like that. The Lord wants you planning ahead, thinking ahead, preparing for the needs of your family, and you will be a woman that is blessed, and your family will be blessed if you are. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ says that a woman of many parts does. She is one who knows how to plan ahead. Now, you see, she's not just a hard worker, and she's not just a sharp real estate gal, and she's not just a good bargainer. She's not just somebody whose iliomocenary uh, activities are uh, exemplary as she gives to the poor. All these things she is we've seen so far and more. But she's a good planner. She knows how to lay things out well in advance and get things done ahead of time. Some of you women perhaps are miserable most of the time because you always have to do things at the last minute. And you do them at the last minute because you don't plan. Now, do you know you have to plan? Everybody has to plan. One of the reasons why we have to plan is because we're made in God's image. And God is a God who plans. He plans his work, then he works his plan. You know, all through Christ's ministry, he did everything just according to schedule. Uh, there was a time schedule that God had for Christ. We know that because we read that he came in the fullness of time. That is, he came right on schedule. We know also that Jesus kept saying things like, my hour has not yet come. In other words, there was an exact time when he was to go to the cross. He wasn't about to go a minute before or a minute late. He was on schedule. Everything he did, he did on schedule. And Jesus Christ has a schedule today, and he's going to return a second time right on schedule. Christ did everything according to a plan, according to a schedule. Now, who do you think you are if God has to plan his work, and if God works according to a schedule, who do you think you are that you can get away without planning and without scheduling? I don't believe there are any of you who can. I know I can't. I know any good businessman schedules and plans his work. And certainly you're going to have to schedule and plan your work. That's one of the reasons why you're always behind. It's one of the reasons why you're always confused. That's one of the reasons why you're not sure whether you can say yes or no to various activities that people ask you to get involved in. If you say no, you feel guilty because maybe you should do it. But if you say yes, you feel guilty because uh, who knows whether you're going to have the time to do it and whether something else is going to come up in that period of time. That's all the result of bad scheduling. If you know where your schedule is, you know what you have to do when, where, and how, and when, and why, and you know uh, that you've built in some fudge times along the week for your scheduling. Then when somebody comes along and says, can you do so-and-so, you turn to your schedule, and you look at it, and you see whether you have the time to do it or not. And if you don't have the time, you say no, and you don't feel guilty because you know right there in black and white on the page in front of you that says you can't do it because there isn't any time. Or you know if there's a fudge time built in at a certain point, well, even though you have something scheduled for that point, you might be able to move it to that fudge time. And so scheduling doesn't bind you. It's what gives you freedom. It's the people who don't have any scheduling and who don't have any planning and who haven't planned ahead who are always bound by their confusion. Confusion is what binds people, not scheduling. And the schedule is made for your own benefit. You can change it when it's necessary to do so. But you see, scheduling is what a lot of you women don't do. Well, you're made in God's image and God's schedules and God plans, and you're not going to get away with it either. You've got a schedule and you've got a plan. And so I want to urge some of you to do just this today. I want to urge you to sit down and ask the Lord to, to speak to you strongly about what you ought to be doing in your life and make a list of all the things you ought to be doing in a given week. Then sit down and give those things priority. Sit down and think about which things come first. 
Then assign a given time and a given day and a given order to each one of those. Put them in a schedule and keep working it out prayerfully before God and let your husband look at it. If necessary, go take it to your pastor and get him to look at it and go over it with you too. You start getting a schedule that you believe before God is honest and proper and correct and you're going to get things accomplished and you're going to get them accomplished ahead of time like this woman who didn't fear the snow because of her household because they were clothed with scarlet. She had had those garments, had them in time, had them prepared, made them and did everything else and they were ready. Let it come. Let it snow. Hey, are you ready for the snows, gal? Whatever those snows may be, are you ready to face up to it? If you're not, it's time you started planning and scheduling your work. God says so. Lord, help women to be organized and scheduled who are listening here, that the Christian women in our communities may be the ones who set the examples of good planning and good scheduling for Christ's sake. Amen.